Friday night. It's 8 o'clock. It's time for Pam Testis Comedy Clubhouse here on Muni Radio. Thank you all for being here. Yay! Audience people here to see all the comedians pull out of this hat. Oh, look at this scary hat up here. It's all furry and dead. Oh, it's so scary. Uh, and inside of it are crazy things that people have written that the comedians tonight will be pulling out. And I will example it for you right now. This is how it works. Sometimes you can read them, sometimes you don't have to. It's up to you. But this one is definitely a readable one. You never wanted to be a comic, but you come from a long line of comics, and your parents pressured you into it. Talk about that. Yeah. Uh, no, I actually don't come from a long line of comics. Neither one of my parents have a sense of humor. My mother was tragically born without a sense of humor. You'd think that was impossible. Uh, but no, it's, she has no... I uh, told her she heard one joke once that I've done. Okay, I've done comedy for six years now, and my mother has heard one joke and she said she had to turn off the podcast uh and it's a joke i'll just say the joke and then you tell me why my mom has no sense of humor i live in the tenderloin does anyone else live in the tenderloin no san francisco people you know you know where the tenderloin is yeah yeah so i live in the tenderloin and there's some questionable uh, you know hygiene issues that i deal with every day uh one of mine actually came from these pants i actually found these pants in a tree in the mission, see? Now my hygiene question is, uh, if, do I have to wash my tree pants before I wear them? No, no, actually you don't. I, I smelled them, they didn't smell like my pee, but now I've been wearing them for 18 days and they do smell a little like my pee. I like the way my pee smells, that's weird. This is the part of the joke she didn't understand. Uh, you guys ever been up to Civic Center and you, they have those public restrooms, right, that you can use? So my hygiene question is, uh, do you leave the toilet seat up or down after you've been slamming heroin? Is that? So my mom hears this joke and goes, my daughter's a heroin addict. <laughs> Tells all her friends to never listen to my comedy or my podcast again. Thanks, mom. You just took out all of Arizona for me. That's great. Actually, I don't think that people in Arizona would want to listen to my worst way to break up uh easily text messaging that's a, that's a no-brainer who's been broken up via text message clay outside mostly comedians uh, you probably are all you're you're normal people with like social skills and ability to communicate so that might not happen to you but uh text messaging i would say is the worst way no 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 ghosting after i've text messaged 50 times you've never gotten back to me and then i just go do you exist like that's the last of the texts and you never get anything you're like oh ghosting via texting is the worst way to break up candle in the wind oh, poor Marilyn Monroe now you know I have become a kind of a conspiracy theorist this last week <laughs> I got pretty woke I watched that loose change movie and I'm like what else have they been lying to us about Marilyn Monroe was she just a candle in the wind and what about Lady Di was that was that like a government plus she said too much right now she's a candle in the wind Ooh. Well, there was more than a candle. I think it was more like an explosion. Too soon? Uh, it's not you. It's, well, you. Yeah, that's what I try not to say to people, the audience, after my jokes. Like, when they don't get them, and I'm like, it's, it's, it's you. It's not, because it couldn't be, couldn't possibly be me. And I'm like, what? I'm hilarious. Uh, here we go. Pick more things. Uh, wear a Make America Great hat in SF. What happens? 
Oh, now this might actually be a great way to win the motherfucking science fair if you hang out with a fifth grader and you're doing social science. What? Like that happens in science fairs too, right? It doesn't have to be like, I'm making a volcano, look at it blow up. Woo! It could actually be like uh, a five, a fifth grade. I, that's what I would do. I would take a five-year-old, a fifth grader, and a 25-year-old and put them in the hat and then get other kids to walk around and take notes. <laughs> What, are, what do liberals think? It's a, you say Trump and everyone, it's like, ah, ah, I can't. But like a five-year-old wearing a Make America Great Again hat, that's like, that's almost ironic, almost. Like, I don't know what that, how, how that works. It's like, you're gonna die. Didn't you know your government doesn't care about you unless you become a consumer and buy lots and lots of things? You don't have an iPhone yet and you're five? Where's your iPhone eight, five-year-old? You have to text your friends, don't you? They can't even write yet and they're like, what do you, why would a five-year-old need an iPhone? I guess to watch TV. Um, that's the only way, reason I can think about it. I've actually a nanny and sometimes I'm up at the parks and stuff and I'd like to try to tell the difference between mommies and nannies. Do you know the difference between mommies and nannies? There's no difference. Everyone's on their cell phone. <laughs> no one's paying attention to the kids. Even the kids are on their cell phones. There's dogs on the cell phone. I'm like, what is going on here? How is this? I, I actually, I have a dumb phone. I still, I can't connect to the internet with my phone because I want to stay woke. Uh, no, I just, I want to stay blind to everything. And I'm afraid to make the switch to the phone because then I have a small computer in my pocket and then I have to respect that. And I just, it's too much for my brain to conceptualize. Like, I have a small computer in my pocket. <laughs> when I was in college, there wasn't internet. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, does anybody remember those fun sounds? Trying to have a long distance relationship over email. We're like, ooh, it takes like five minutes to get the message. It's so exciting. Woohoo! <laughs> Just 95 was a very great year. Who's, I'm like, who's old? Uh, but so I had a small child tell me, Nanny Pammy, when are you going to be a real person and get a smartphone? And I'm like, I'm not a real person. I can still text my friends. Like, I don't have to. She said, Nanny Pammy, if you got a smartphone like a real person, would you get the Musical.ly app? <laughs> I'm like, sweetheart, nobody wants to watch me lip sync to someone else's video unless I show a nip. You know what I mean? You can't do that on, you can't do that on Musical.ly. Although I have seen like 10 year olds asses like doing this thing and I'm like, how is this? Who is what? And then I ask her, she goes, I have 500 subscribers. And I'm like, who are they? Who, are wa who is watching you lip sync to yourself and you think, that's scary. Who, who, are these, who are these 50 year old creepers looking at 12 year olds being like duck lips and that kind of stuff? Wow. Yeah. I never understood why they put juicy on the back of the ass and then they sell it to like nine year olds. They, do, they only have juicy asses because they still can't wipe them. Do you see? I don't see how it's sexual. They don't get in the cracks well enough yet. I don't even know juicy. <laughs> what species would you bring back from extinction? Uh, easily the T-Rex to show everyone how wrong everything we've thought forever is. Everybody think of a T-Rex in your head. Yeah? You see tiny little faggy arms and big beefy legs! Rawr, rawr. And scientists have done studies and they said that the, the fast twitch muscles in the dinosaur's legs, they could only run like 25 miles an hour. So what you're saying to me is that the biggest, beefiest, coolest animal in the world ran slowly on two legs and like, what, what, what? And they have no breastbone. They like just have ribs that sort of just like come together. So imagine in your brains with me, if you take that stupid hip cap off that forces them forward so they run like this, bro, and you flip it over and make a breastbone, 
those big beefy legs become big beefy wings. It's a dragon. You take those little arms, move them back. They're tiny legs, just like a bird. Look at any bird, tiny legs, big wings, big body. How did they fool us? How is this possible? Am I the smartest person alive that figured out that T-Rexes are dragons? Wait, we've had dragon mythology for hundreds and thousands of years, St. George and the dragon killing dragons. It's all a thing. There's fucking Game of Thrones. T-Rex was a dragon. It's just the hubris of man that the biggest, coolest dinosaur would walk on two legs because we are big and strong. Yay. So I would bring it back from extinction just to be like, look, see, I was right. <laughs> That's the only... I just want to be finally, I want to be right about something. I do. <laughs> Please. Thank you. Yay. That's how you do the hell at. We have a lot of comedians that are coming up tonight. We're going to start with a little song. If you know how it goes, sing along with me. M-U-T-I-N-Y. Comedy Clubhouse. Comedy. Clubhouse. Comedy. Clubhouse. Together we will bring our jokes up high. High, high, high. <sighs> It's good weed, man. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy clubhouse. You want to come inside my clubhouse? Yeah. Yay! I do, too. I'm so excited for tonight because we have a really stellar lineup. Your first comedian is my favorite Russian. And every time I put on my pants, I think of him because of the way he says pants because <laughs> he's Russian and he's awesome. You guys are going to love him. Put your hands together for Gene Feld. What's up, Mutiny? This is my first hell hat. I have no idea how it works. I take things out of a hat, right? Like, like, like rabbits and shit. How many things do I get, fam? Oh, I see. I can just have as many as I want. Okay. I like the ones on yellow paper. If y'all don't mind. Uh, you've got a squirrel in your pants. In your pants. In your pants. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I think it would like it there uh, because, you know, my pants smell like, uh, you know, like, I'm not American. They don't smell like mom and apple pie. They smell like, you know, grandpa and vodka. But, uh, you know, nuts and shit. I don't know, let's take something else. <laughs> history class in the future. Oh my fucking God, Jesus, history class in the future. Are you kidding me? Uh, you know, the reason why we're in this bunker right now, children, uh, <laughs> is, uh, you know, is because uh, O.G. Simpson wouldn't give couples counseling a stab. <laughs> And uh, the Kardashians got famous, and reality TV got out of control, and Trump is president, and, and the North Koreans figured out how to make a fucking hydrogen bomb. <laughs> they, they were late, but they got there. Like, what are you going to do? Um, what else do we have here? Do your best Pam impression. <laughs> and now my favorite Russian. <laughs> With his pants. <laughs> All right. Which era will you make a comeback next? Ah, uh, which era will make a comeback? Oh, like eras and like, um, 
Yeah, like which are the fucking uh, the 50s, you know, the bomb shelters in the backyards. <laughs> and uh, like, I suppose in a way that's, that's how you make America great again, <laughs> you know? Um, I guess that's kind of what's missing, right? Like this uh, guilt-free hate. We still have so much guilt-free hate. And then the fucking liberals come and just like one by one, like, you know? They start from afar, like he can't say retarded. <laughs> you know, then next thing you know, businesses around Mutiny Radio are shutting down because we can't have beer in here. Just like shit just goes downhill. So it's gonna be like a great era, just to like sum it up. I guess I just realized how, how optimistic of a projection I made. I don't know, the 80s? Are the 80s back yet? How does it work? Like, who the fuck cares? <laughs> what are your parents most disappointed about you? Oh my god, where the fuck do I start? Jesus. Um, what are they most disappointed about? Well, obviously no grandkids, right? Because like by now I should have produced like at least one, you know? Maybe like a, at least a grandkid at the divorce or something. Yeah. Let's just move on. Let's move on to something else. Who is the most evil person right now? Who is the most evil person? <laughs> I, I thought his name is Kim Jong-un. Uh, didn't realize his name was who. Anyways, uh, <laughs> who is the most evil person right now? I, it's, uh, I don't know, how do you define evil? The most evil person is a smug motherfucker who's never been broke, who cannot fathom why anyone would be pissed off about things and vote for Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is he really the most evil? Like, he's the most douchey person for sure, <laughs> right? But, like, there's a difference between, like, douchey and evil, you know? Evil people are usually pretty pleasant, right? Like, guys who knew, like, Pablo Escobar, like, thought that he was, like, just a joy to hang out with, you know? Which figures, because, like, he got coke and shit, right? Like, why wouldn't he be a joy to hang out with? Uh, but, you know... He shrelled the fuck out of cocaine. <laughs> but not quite. He made it more accessible and the prices dropped because he had such, uh, you know, efficient <laughs> supply routes. So, I don't know, maybe in a way he Steve Jobs the fuck out of cocaine. Who the fuck knows? Was Pablo Escobar the Steve Jobs of cocaine? That was not in there. Maybe I should have put that in. Brave new, a brave new capitalist economy I don't know, isn't it supposed to be this one? Uh, yeah, I mean, a brand new capitalist economy will be that uh, when we're all in the bunker. <laughs> I don't know. 
They'll, they'll allow us to open up our own soup kitchens. <laughs> you know? Like, it's not just going to be, like, everybody gets to have soup. You're going to have to, like, start a business, and there's going to be a competition. Children are going to be pitching what kind of soups they would be making out of which rats. I don't know. This is, this is going off the rails fast. I wish I called the cops on... Why the fuck would I ever call the cops? Uh, <laughs> retired joke. Explain why. This sounds like a joke suicide note of some sort. <laughs> it's like a joke. I'm sorry you retired joke. I, I don't know why. I'm guessing you did not work. You know? It's important for you to work, but you gotta like fucking take your timing and shit, like everything has to be just right. Whatever, next one. Worst job you quit. I guess I've been pretty fortunate with jobs where I quit. I never really quit, I always got fired. <laughs> like that's really, uh, you know, like whenever I parted with a job, like, you know, like, I'm not a job hopper. I get fired. Like, that's, that's, that's what I say at interviews. <laughs> what else do we have? The A-plus you wish you never received. Well, I think that realistically you should never receive an A-plus because that means you wasted fucking time. Yeah, because, you know, like... It doesn't reflect in your GPA, so like if you want to do well, you, you have to get the lowest A minus. <laughs> Otherwise, you just wasted time on fucking bullshit. <laughs> right? And if you just want to pass, you got to get the lowest C minus. So I don't know. That's uh, I guess I might explain a lot of my professional success, but we can. <laughs> A body part is being, the what? Voluntarily removed. I don't know, can a president of the United States really be considered a body part? I don't know. <laughs> the raven, a poor man, and the wolf. Oh, I see a Game of Thrones reference. Uh, very clever, someone's got the HBO. Well. <laughs> Do you guys watch Game of Thrones? I, I think the reason why Game of Thrones is so popular is it's just like, it's a perfect metaphor for pretty much everything, right? It's like, you wanna apply it to the humanity? Like, fine, like, we're worried, you know, what the fuck Trump is gonna do and whether North Korea is going to nuke us and we're all gonna be killed by climate change, right? And like, and the Game of Thrones, the same shit, like Cersei and all of that shit, like they're squabbling and then, the army of the dead is moving, and they're steady, and they're going to get there. So, like, I don't know. Um, I just, like, who put all this pessimistic shit on these notes? That's what I want to know. Like, why are all these suggestions such downers? The one time you got into French cooking... <laughs> If it only were the one time. Uh, 
you know, occasionally you fuck up and you gotta take her to a nice dinner. Like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> what is the title of your memoir? Oh, easy. Um, let me see. How long is the title of a memoir usually? <laughs> is maybe I could just say everything in the title. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It would be something like, you know, I don't know, something like the reflections of a smug, obnoxious asshole who worked a lot on, him, on himself to become less smug and less obnoxious, but he was smug and obnoxious about that. <laughs> and, you know, she just kept filing on. It's a, in, the, in computer science, it's known as recursion. <laughs> My last one, okay. Tell a joke. <laughs> Fuck me. Tell a joke that doesn't ring true to your life anymore. Hey, can I have a different last one? This is... <laughs> Worst superpower mutation you could set. I could set. Worst. Um, I don't know. I think it's already been set. Thank you very much, guys. I'm Gene Fel. Gene Felt. Clearly, the worst superpower would be super sperm, and that every girl, like that, condoms didn't work or something, right? It'd be like no matter what you did, your sperm just made a baby. <laughs> that would be like the worst superhero power ever. <laughs> super sperm, and be like, ah, what are we gonna do? Your next comedian. Ah, he is a hilarious man. He has a show every Tuesday night here. From oh, before I do it, um. Usually before we start smoking the dubs, we ask permission from everybody. Does anybody have a problem with the marijuana smoke inside? Does that, is anyone allergic or does anybody have a problem with that? Just ask no, good, all no shakes, good. I just like to check before we start because sometimes people are allergic or whatever. Yeah, well once I get the okay from everybody, I, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. You have a peanut allergy. <laughs> that, does anyone have peanuts? <laughs> penis, penis anyone? Are you? <laughs> Are you so alert? Are you one of the kids that at school, like it was a peanut free zone where like if a kid took out a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, James would blow up into anaphylactic shock boy. That would be a terrible, that would be another terrible superhero thing. Like every constant anaphylactic shock for any nuts. Um, your next comedian, though, hilarious guy, has a great show on Tuesdays from 10 to minute, 10 to midnight called Occult Oubliette. You're going to love him right now. Put your hands together for David Stolowitz. Blame on. <laughs> Talk shit. Motherfuckers in San Jose gotta respect me. I'm getting sick of this crap. <laughs> I've been putting my time in like everybody else. They're acting like they never fuck up big time. What really happened is I hurt everybody's pride because every comedian in the world secretly fears they're a hack. So now everybody has to get their revenge. You know how it is? All right. <laughs> <sighs> Has a pigeon ever flown so close that you actually needed to move your head? Yes. They shit on me, like when I was in high school. I was told it was good luck in certain cultures. Um, public defecation. Disgusting. I like that artwork, you know? <laughs> 
I mean, I get it, freedom of speech, but ugh. Uh, no, I just, um, you know, it's so ridiculous that they won't let people use the bathrooms in this city. You know, it's like there's all these toilets and they're perfectly good. But no, I don't want you using my toilet. You're not a customer, okay? I want you to go shit in the street because that's more civilized. <laughs> Dictator's speech. Uh, who should I go with? Mm. There's so many to pick from. Um, me. I have declared myself the best comedy genius in San Francisco. There's just no arguing. Okay, that's it. <laughs> I like the clickers. Awkward kiss. Um, let's just say hooking up on Craigslist is not always what you imagine it to be. <laughs> I don't recommend it. It was a dark time in my life. Um, one time I went all the way out to Vallejo to meet a guy and I, I got there and uh, Livermore anyway. But uh, I, I just, I really wanted to smoke some weed and at the time I didn't know any dealers so I would just hook up with guys with that bonus. If, if I got sex and drugs together, it was like exponentially cool. But uh, I got down to do the business with this guy and just realized I wasn't attracted to him in the slightest. And uh, yeah, right? I, I just had to say, um, I'm sorry, I'm a douchebag. And he was pissed. <laughs> he was pissed. But, uh, you know, on the whole, I had a good sex life. <laughs> I say it like it's over just because I'm a monogamous. Um, the worst way you've been hit on the worst way. Oh, like when those guys that are so deep in the closet that they hate themselves and then they literally hit you. That, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you fight back, you got something. Love <laughs> shameless. Okay. Gravitational waves or particles. It depends on your interpretation and your attitude, which is defining it. These are linguistic terms, and the world is. see no i want to get you more milk huh the syntax is off um i want you to get more milk maybe um don't drink milk when you have a cold i will say that <laughs> really bad idea it turns out <laughs> i don't know why but i think it's like my mom has little cow statues and they're cute they're like dressed up with beehive hairdos and stuff and i think the reason she's sentimental about cows is our house was always like a dairy and uh not an actual dairy but like we love dairy products that's why i make so many stupid jokes about cheese <laughs> just addicted to it a good pepper jack you know i i always think back to tina fey and her night cheese anybody remember that <laughs> oh 30 Rock, working on my night cheese. <laughs> I work on my night cheese. How do you feel about Ford bikes? Oh, you were talking about that earlier. Yeah. They really take it up and nobody's using them. Then, yeah, that's a huge waste of space. I mean, biking's great. It's good exercise. Although, here in the city, fuck. You got to go up and down the hills on a bike. That's killer. Um, 
like I've heard about you guys have like messenger services out here where they're pedaling up and down the hills. I can't even imagine. That's like a Olympic decathlon every week. Maybe the pay's really good though. I don't know. Like, cause risky jobs, you know, they, sometimes they pay really well. I knew a bunch of people who went up to uh, Alaska and became crab fishermen. You do it for a season and there's this chance that you'll die, but you can be rich too. And, you know, I owe the government a lot of money for school, you guys, like 26K still. Um, so sometimes I think about things like that. Or alchemy, you know, there's options. <laughs> uh, Bill Meyer makes me feel uh, annoyed. He's such a douchebag. I'm sorry. I don't like him. He's just, he's an elitist snob. He's like a stereotypical liberal just totally condescending and patronizing as if nobody in the world has a brain quite like his. You fucking plebeian. <laughs> Fisting instructional in a French accent. <laughs> okay. We begin slowly. In traffic, yes. Uh, you understand? Okay. Solid, but slow. <laughs> Work gently, but not too gently. <laughs> bon appetit. <laughs> Worst sex ever. I think I already went over that one. Um, um, I remember one time my boyfriend had cheated on me and then like discovered that he had HIV. And uh, I went out for some revenge sex, but it was just sad. That that's sad. Sex is the worst sex ever. It's not about you know your dexterity in bed. It, it's whether you want to be in bed at all. You know. And that goes across All right, your child is a Cthulhu cultist. You in the dark, Lord Cthulhu, <laughs> sharing adventures and smiles. <laughs> I can't remember the rest. Fuck, I love that South Park episode. Um, yeah, you probably got my leftover Necronomicon. That, that's the way to happen. It, it's a dangerous little book for eight bucks. Avon paperbacks, watch out. You can summon some dark shit with that book. <laughs> and beware of the grass that gives the mind great power to travel both the heavens and the hells. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Um, tell a joke in Spanish. Oh, I think this was mine. Okay. See. Yeah. Este hacer un razón que este mi. Okay. Un broma en español. Mi discípulo. Yo no hacer mi trabajo de casa. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, it means I don't do my homework. <laughs> All right. Oh, look, it's Rachel and Arden. How cute. Is that it? No. Oh, wait, there is something. All right. The last time I said, I love you. Oh, it's probably this morning to my boyfriend. Yeah. We're all like affectionate and lovey-dovey. So much that so we have literal doves in our yard. It's kind of cool. They show up sometimes when I'm praying. It's a neat little effect. <laughs> Last poll. 
Sometimes God gives you goodies. Um, sing a pirate shanty. Arr, I wish the breakers would cut off the pirate because I be hearing him way too much. <laughs> Shitty Rusty McGiggles or whatever he's fucking name be. Arr, twice in a row. <laughs> All right. Was that it? Organic sardines in Reno? <laughs> Organic sardines. I I just, the sardine-eating crew, it, they wouldn't strike me as the organic kind, I suppose. Um, like, because sardines, they're good on pizza and, uh, like, in Caesar salad. What else are they good for? I, I don't know. I don't know much about the context of sardines, much less in Reno. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been to Reno. I went up to Lake Tahoe, went over to the side, and then just came right back. <laughs> That's how far I've been when it comes to Reno. Um, yeah, I hear it might be fun to gamble over there, but would you gamble with sardines? That's the question. <laughs> Think about that. Thanks, San Francisco. Have a good night. I'm pretty sure that organic sardine thing came from someone who went to Burning Man or something and was like, I need organic sardines before I go into the desert. Meow. <laughs> like... I can't, I can't go to Burning Man without my organic ordines. <laughs> Sorry, my organic ordines. <laughs> that was way better that my brain got dyslexic on me. Your next comedian, he's all the way from Dallas, right? Houston. Your whole hometown, your state was, was Dallas. That I didn't remember. But Dallas didn't die. No one, no one got hurt. Dallas, the, the hurricanes didn't go to Dallas, right? Your people aren't underwater. Oh no, oh, it's all the hurricanes. Did you guys know that in, um, in Chinese, like the dynasties and stuff, after um, there'd been more than like four natural disasters in the same year, they said that the gods no longer favored the dynasty and they'd overthrow it. <laughs> so I feel like we should do the same thing. There's been like 12 natural disasters. We've like lost 68,000 heroin addicts. That's a disaster. We've got like all the hurricanes, disasters. There's gonna be a riot right now in St. Louis, Missouri. That's a disaster ah can't we be more like the Chinese <laughs> so I thought that was cute your next comedian all the way from Dallas put your hands together for Derek to you thank you hell hat crowd let's check this furry thing out lot in here as y'all kept pulling I was like there can't be that many more <laughs> there's a ton so I'm not worried anymore I thought all the good ones were gone I can still embarrass myself let's see what's the creepiest compliment you have received oh I don't know necessarily um, what the creepiest compliment I get I get often these days, uh, people will make a lot of jokes that I look like Thor. I don't know if they're compliments. Um, sometimes they're super excited to see me, like, and I'm like, you're a major nerd. We should hang out. Um, other times, uh, it's just like they're staring at me, and I'm like, okay, it's the Thor thing, right? Which you guys aren't getting the feel, hair down, it's a bit more accurate, but I don't know. Um, it's not 
I don't think it's a compliment. I'm tired of it at this point, but I'll play along. How could you be so cruel? All of you, how could you be so cruel just to sit there and stare at me and expect me to provide you with laughter? It's very inconsiderate. Um, I don't appreciate it at all. Um, see, he's doing it again. That was a very, like, full, that was a full laugh. And once again, I didn't like that. God damn it. <laughs> All right, that was good. that went all right. <laughs> pull, we'll pull out a couple. No, I'm losing one. I want that one back. Don't touch it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I'll throw some on deck here. Um, thank you. I'll get it. I'll get to it. Want to buy some drugs? Yes. Um. And also, do you guys, because uh, looking for supplemental income, <laughs> I have a backpack. I won't say what's in it, because we're on the radio. Um, also, uh, for the uh, pot-smoking announcement, uh, if anyone is smoking doobies, I'm totally in. I've also never smoked weed on stage. That might be kind of cool. I'm up here for a little while. <laughs> Some in my back pocket. I almost reached for the hat. Now it's hell pocket. What job will Bill o O'Reilly do now? You know, as people were pulling like current topics, uh, I was hoping I wouldn't get one because <laughs> I don't know shit about what goes on in the world. Um, what will he do now? What do you guys think he'd be good at? <laughs> I think he should be a spokesperson for Carl's Jr. <laughs> I don't know why. I just feel that I would be less inclined to eat there if that were the case, <laughs> um, which might do me some good. Uh, I like I like the method of dropping them on the floor versus stacking them neatly. It just makes you feel like you're like I'm done with it. Done. <laughs> I won't do that. I'm not even holding the mic. That would be impressive if I could drop it without it being in my hand. Should it be in my hand? I could yeah, I could take it casual. There we go, a whole new level. <laughs> Make baseball interesting. I think, well, we have been fighting the use of steroids in baseball and other professional sports for a long time. If you want to make things interesting, any performance-enhancing drug, involve it <laughs> Open, openly. Uh, get them all sponsors on their jerseys and such, right? So you know what that guy is on. You're like, holy shit, did you see when the baseball caught flame as it was flying out of the stadium, nailed that guy in the kayak, and it blew up. <laughs> like, I never seen anything like that. Thank fucking God. Oh, check. Oh, man. I will give this dude a hug later. For you, those of you in the radio world. 
I'm currently smoking pot on stage. It feels pretty cool. I feel welcome here. Other things that can make baseball interesting. Um, I don't know. Baseball, <laughs> baseball to me uh, has actually always been interesting. I don't mind it as a sport. Um, I prefer it over... Uh, I prefer the type of people that excel at baseball versus the type of people that may excel at some other sports. I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be too judgmental, but the people, also, does anyone else want this? I don't, oh shit, I let it go out while I was talking. That's the curse of a comedian, you're supposed to speak. I thought I just dropped that one. I'm still holding make baseball interesting because <laughs> <laughs> oh the, I love this suggestion and I hope I can actually pinpoint it your most emotional fart <laughs> um so I'm gonna work on trying to pull up the most emotional one but before I do I'd like to state that I hold great pride in myself for being throughout many years in my life, the friend that has proved to his other friends that you can, in fact, light a fart on fire. <laughs> so many people do not think it's possible. And I'm like, okay, give me five minutes. Like, uh, five minutes, shut the lights off, this is happening. You're going to be super stoked. <laughs> Most emotional, though. Um, I once wrote a joke that I, well... I wouldn't say wrote, I pinned down the premise to return to later of like <laughs> farting on buses if you're wearing headphones, like just go for it because really every, every, everyone else can hear it and they know it's you, <laughs> but if you don't and nothing rumbles, it's like the whole, you know, like tree in the forest kind of thing, like, <laughs> you know. For you personally, not for everyone else. Um, I'm emotionally invested in a lot of my farts. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Um, uh, but the most emotional. I'm going to keep thinking, and if I can think of it before I'm on stage, I'm going to pull it up. I think that was some decent fart humor, though. So we're going to keep rolling. I don't want to drop that in the tip jar. I'm going to hold on to that. <laughs> I thought it could balance there. That's a risk. Spank me, please. Anyone? No? Not not an active audience. Okay. Uh, I did not make it to Burning Man this year. However, I did make it to an amazing festival in Oregon just prior to Burning Man. Uh, and at this festival, I was in these very tight leopard spotted uh capris i guess <laughs> definably uh and me and a friend had like the trunk of his car open and uh we were blasting some music whatever and as people were coming by i was challenging them to spank me with whatever usually i would call out people with weird items in their hands you know like uh strange staves or like uh i don't i can't think really but 
I would pick people with the oddest things as they're walking by and encourage them to spank me. Some of them really enjoyed it. Others were just like, what are you doing? Including the guy I was with. He was like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, do you see his pants? Do, do I need to explain why I should be spanked in these? I don't think so. I don't know. Um, talk to me after a show if you're interested. Last full. Tell another comics joke. I am actually, I know so many comics like sets. I am going to tell you a joke of my friend, uh, Justin James. Um, it goes like this. Um, I am an excellent chef. I'm also very humble. Um, I always, uh, wanted to work in a kitchen when I was little because I wanted to work with knives and Mexicans. Um, and in that kitchen, they had a variety of, uh, Nicknames for everyone. Uh, one guy's nickname was, insert the Spanish word for salad. I don't know it, so. Ensalada. And that's because one day he dropped a spoon deep in this huge thing of salad. Another guy's uh, nickname was, uh, however, once again, however you say, frying pan in uh, Spanish because he once dropped this massive frying pan on his toe. And my name was, uh, man, this would be better if I knew Spanish. <laughs> it's not my joke though, so <laughs> don't judge me. Anyways, he's hilarious. There's some other punchlines to that joke. I'm gonna pull one more. Okay, Two okay. Uh, just cause that was, that was kind of hard. I was like, it was like trying to remember your own jokes. Freedom! That's what that said. Later, guys. Let's go. Derek Tussing, everyone. All the way from Dallas. In Dallas, does it get so hot that your pants stick to your ass, too? Or is that just here in San Francisco right now? Is that a thing? Is that a universal thing? Happens all over Texas. Is the pants sticking to the butts. Yay! Your next comedian, what a funny guy. I'm so excited to bring him up and see what he's going to do with this hat over here. Put your hands together for James Mara! What's up, guys? <laughs> How we doing? Doing okay? I ask as if I haven't watched the whole thing from right there. Uh, <laughs> I know you guys are not doing okay, so. Cool. Time to bomb. Let's do it. I bombed. Pam, I had three, I had like three like great shows in a, like day after day after day. And then I was doing the show last night and then Ron showed up. For you guys that don't know, Ron is a little, little gay man who holds the keys to our career in his little gay hands. And I just ate shit in front of Ron for 10 minutes. It was great, guys. It was lovely. Open with your closer. Oh, this is an easy, this is an easy one. The thing is my closer has a call. Here, we'll do... Uh, um, all right, I'll just do a, uh, just any other joke, right? This is such an easy one. Um, 
this is, this is so easy. It's like doing a real joke. Um, so uh, this is kind of a long one. So um, is it cool if I eat into it? All right, guys. I uh, grew up with a lot of white people, as you can tell by my outfit and general demeanor. Uh, one of my favorite things to, uh, to do with my white friends was uh, they would say the craziest shit to their parents and like nothing would ever happen. Okay, no whoopings. No domestic abuse, none of that shit, okay? So I was hanging out with my wife friend Clark, uh, which might be redundant, uh, but his dad comes out, he's like, uh, Clark, you should clean your room, son. And Clark goes, fuck you, dad, and he walks right past him to his room. And his dad looks at me, and I'm like, oh shit, what's about to go down? And his dad goes, well, he's in the mood, isn't he? And that's it. That's all happened to that white-ass kid. Didn't have to clean his room. Didn't have to clean his room. Dinner was served. I was shocked, okay? <laughs> Needless to say, I was like, I didn't know you could do this. Uh, I clearly need to share this news with my black friends at school. <laughs> I doubt they've used this approach, okay? <laughs> so I was hanging out with my black friends, and I was like, y'all, next time your dad's tripping, next time he's talking shit, just say, fuck you, right to his face, and walk right past him to your room, all right? He'll respect you for your honesty as a man, and you won't have to do the chore that was assigned to you. Do you guys know what happened to those black kids? Uh, nothing, because they didn't have dads. It's actually a problem in the black community. Uh, okay, cool, yeah. Cool. That was fun. Uh, why is that guy doing that thing? Uh, well, Matthew's standing over there because he's sober, and us hotboxing this room, I think, is fucking with his whole philosophy. So I think he's standing as close to the oxygen... Matthew, is that, is that accurate? What? Is, this, is the hotboxing of the room fucking with your whole sobriety thing? Okay. <laughs> there we go. There we go. That sounded kind of Obama-esque, didn't it? Um, call a family member. No, hell no. <laughs> hell no. Uh, me, and my, me and my parents don't talk, Pam. That's why I'm so, that's why I'm so damaged. Um, tell them a joke or leave them. No, I'm just not going to do that. Sorry. Is this cool? Can I just like, can I just opt out from, okay, I can. What if God was one of us? It's a tough one. Um, I mean, he probably is, right? Like if God is real, if God is real, is like, if there's a new Jesus, he's probably just like, like walking around the Tenderloin somewhere, right? Like probably something. Like I assume, I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think? Can we make this interactive? He's got to be here. Yeah. Yeah. God is probably like a Republican. I mean, God is almost certainly a Republican, right? I mean, certainly because like gay, because gayness is is wrong, right? According to his book. Right. I mean, we're, I mean, according to him and his people, gayness is wrong. Thou shalt judge. He does. There's a stuff about the, I mean, I feel like we're glossing over the gay, the gay stuff though. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's a lot of things I don't know guys God might be Ted Cruz actually did you guys did, did you guys see the port the when Ted Cruz liked porn on Twitter cool worst classmate ever um there's another opportunity to launch another bit hell yeah Pam I'm getting the easy ones uh the worst classmate ever was uh so I'm, I'm biracial I'm very racially confused uh, I was the only kid on the playground that used to get called the N-word that wasn't allowed to use the N-word. <laughs> so uh, one time I got called the N-word and I ran to my black friend and I was like, yo, Demarius, these fucking rednecks just call me a nigger. Let's go fuck them up. Let's go beat their ass. 
And then he was like, what'd I tell you about that word, homie? And he beat my ass. So there's like a, no loopholes in that one, guys. Um, cool. My cat is better than your cat. Okay. That seems like, <laughs> seems like more of just a statement. <laughs> then I don't really know where to take this one. Uh, cat, I mean, do, I mean, cats objectively, I mean, cats are objectively the worst pet of cats and dogs, right? Can we just all kind of come together as a people, uni unite, and just agree that cats suck? No. no? Have you seen that fucking study? Like, there, there was like that study that they did where the, like, they had uh, a cat in, a, in like a white room, or, or I mean, I don't know why white is necessarily important, but uh, there was a cat, and then like the owner, like they had like 10 people, one of which was the owner, and like they randomized the order in which the owner would show up, and the cat would not react any differently to the owner as the other people, which is to say that your cat doesn't give a fuck about you at all. Like cats are, cats just use, I mean, cats just use humans for resources and work okay with that for some reason. They're, they are fluffy, but dogs are, I mean, dogs are fluffy too, but they, but they kind of, well, that's fair. I'm allergic to both, so I'm kind of biased, so, all right. The best time you jacked off twice before 9 a.m. Um... So this morning I did jack off before 9 a.m. and the first time I it was at seven I woke up at 7:30 by myself before my alarm rang at eight and I tried to and then I wasn't I guess I didn't have a good uh, didn't have a good mental image so I just went back to sleep and then I tried again and the second time I succeeded Pam so yeah thanks you guys should clap with her <laughs> that's a story of per of perseverance guys uh, <laughs> afterlife. Um, I definitely think it's going to be funny, like, if heaven is a real thing, like, only one religion's going to be right, the right one, and it's going to be fun to see who it is, I think. You know what I'm saying? Like, if heaven is real, I mean, so, every religion, so I think there's two, I think there's two options. One is that there's only hell and no heaven. That would be interesting, right? Like, we all go to hell, and then, like, we all, we all show up there, and it's like, what are you, what are you in hell for? It's like, oh, I guess we're not being Jewish. What are you in hell for? I guess we're not being Christian. Oh, shit, it was all a ruse. You know, that's, isn't that... Like, isn't that possible that, that would be a thing? The other option, though, is that only Mormons get in, and then we get to heaven, and we all have our, spe you know, our pitch for any of us that tried religion for a bit, like I did, because I was forced to. And then we all, we, you know, it's like, it's like, oh, so what's your religion? I'm like, oh, I'm a lifelong Presbyterian. I was confirmed. And it's like, oh, no, it's actually Mormons. And then you look back, and it's just Mitt Romney getting, like, a blowjob from all 20 of his afterlife wives, you know, or something like that. I don't know. Cool. All right. Homeless small talk. Uh, wow, great prompt. Um, j uh, just kind of go with go with that one. I like how I just keep looking at you for help, as if. <laughs> um, I assume um, that was graceful. Uh, I don't know what do homeless people talk about. What do you guys think? Yeah. Oh, really? Where to poop? Yeah, where to poop? Do homeless people flirt with each other? Like, is there like a dating scene there? They, I'm sure they're fucking lonely. Huh? Yeah. Where do homeless people decide where to go? <laughs> like, like, or how how do they decide the next place they're gonna go? I should. Yeah. I feel like I have this backwards. Um, it is it is funny. It is equally parts funny and sad to think about just waking up on the street and just walking to another place 
and then just being there and then just going to sleep and then repeating that. Isn't that kind of sad? Aw. Huh? Much more funny than sad. Oh. Am I fucked? Is that what? Am, okay. Am I fucked up for thinking that's kind of fun? It's like everything, all sad things are funny, right? I mean, we're all gonna, like, given that we're all gonna die and that life is f- essentially meaningless, doesn't that mean everything has to be funny because it, it is devoid of all meaning, right, Allison? Okay. We're like kind of getting places. This is like, we're on like on a journey together, guys. <laughs> Fuck yeah, hell hat. Fancy new doctor prescribes. Um, well, so we've already done weed. Uh, what is the next, le- uh, <laughs> I love how these are all questions to you guys. I would love answers. I'm clearly not very good at this. So fan- so weed, what is, I'm trying to think what's the next uh, fun and not that harmful drug that actually like does help people. Probably, probably, probably shrooms, right? Yeah, probably shrooms. No? You disagree? I think shroom. It's way easier I'm gonna defer to the dude wearing sandals right now for, for this. Uh, <laughs> this dude definitely knows more than me about these kind of topics. Okay, don't die. Uh, word. That's also me on the back. <laughs> Guys, sometimes I do stand up. Sometimes here at Mutiny. Come see me at jmore13 on Instagram. I've have a lit story. Memento 2. Um, I'm going to do... I've, I forgot what that movie's about. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Pam. What do what you do when you wake up in the middle of the night? Um, so sometimes, as I've shared with you guys, I masturbate, as we all do. <laughs> right? Come on, dude. We're the only two guys wearing polos in this room. You got to... <laughs> Some solidarity, bro. Um... Master, uh, masturbate sometimes uh, if you fall asleep with the little bowl right next to your bed you can just take a quick hit and then just right Sand, sandal uh, friend um, and uh, sometimes you just uh, drown yourself in your insecurities and you uh, wish everything was different okay thanks guys Abley taking on the hat with great aplomb yes we're gonna bring up the only woman booked on this show tonight. It's exciting. There's a lady going to deal with the hat right now. Uh, clap wildly, everybody, for Allison Hooker. Boys, watch the only women in the audience right before I got on stage. All right, I'm like afraid it's going to be a Game of Thrones reference. I don't watch that show. Three new things. Um, three new things. Okay. I started bleeding about an hour ago, so I'm not pregnant. Thank you. Always a relief. I never know when it's coming. Um, I don't know if women are with me on this, but it's constantly surprising me. If you ever gone to the doctor, like, when was your last period? You're like, she brings out a calendar, right? She brings. Always happens, right? She brings out a calendar and then you just look more like an idiot trying to count back last time you got in an argument with your boyfriend. <laughs> so that's new. Um, 
I just got back from Oregon. I saw the first eclipse of my life, which is fucking amazing in person, you guys. All I could say was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the, f I mean, seeing a black hole where the sun should be. Um, third new thing. Man, my life is boring. I can't even think of new things. I haven't been at Muni in so long. I miss you, Pam. So yeah, first time being here in maybe the year. Coffee, fucking addicted to coffee. I, um, I gotta have coffee every morning. Is anyone else like that? Okay. How do you guys feel about overpriced San Franciscan coffee? Right? Uh, Nestle is buying Blue Bottle? Yeah, I know. I heard this on NPR today too, and they were trying to do like a little thing about how it's good for the people who started Blue Bottle, and it's good for Nestle, and they had someone from Nestle come on and talk about how they're buying brands that are like, better quality things nowadays because they realized their sales were going down. I'm like, fuck capitalism, are you kidding me? Can't even have a small company anymore. So that's my shit about coffee. That's pretty much the only thing my company gives to me for free, <laughs> coffee. So I like, I cruise into work and I don't even say good morning to anybody. I just go straight to the coffee machine first. I, I don't function before coffee. Um, hypochondriac tries Tinder, oh man. How about Grinder? That'd be even better, right? <laughs> they're just like sanitizing their hands as they're swiping. Ugh. It'd be a mess. I wonder what kind of like uh, messages they would be giving to people. Just the questions. Their stupid profile. Uh, they'd be bummed to meet me. I'm, I'm filthy. Do an FDR impression. Um, didn't he sound a little like this? Oh, uh, Mrs. FDR, that's what I assume this meant. What, is this only about men? Uh, fuck that. Uh, break up one-liners. Break up one-liners? Knock, knock. Knock, knock. Your hypochondriac Tinder date. That's who. <laughs> I don't fucking know. You wouldn't like that, Pam. It wouldn't go well for you. He'd be like, what do you mean? The pants, you're bleeding, the pee. I don't like any of this. He wouldn't like your carrots that you have in your front of your house. Two kittens and a baseball. Um, <laughs> knock two kittens out with one ball, I think is the saying. Aww. Worst heck ever. They forgot the L and then added it. Heckle. Worst heckle ever. <laughs> uh, worst heckle. I haven't been heckled much, but I did have this guy drunk in the back of a show once, and he just kept talking. And so I invited him up to the stage. I was like, why don't we give you one minute? You know, like how long it takes you to come. <laughs> and then I was like, hey, hey, in his defense, you know, stand-up is a lot. Like sex, like it feels like so much longer when you're doing it. So I felt kind of good about that. Um, you have the power to change the Nazi swastika to anything. <laughs> what? Uh, ooh, that would be fun. Um, a strong black fist, probably. <laughs> uh, in front of a gay flag. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, fuck that, not a gay flag, just like in front of anal sex. <clears throat> and uh, the guy behind has a Jufro, just, that'd be nice. Could have that tattooed on their ignorant asses. I do think it's funny that white supremacists nowadays have these like stupid symbols. You guys know, like they use white milk as one of their symbols because it's white purity, yeah. So there's white supremacists like making videos with like pure white milk. <laughs> or Pepe the Frog, you guys know Pepe the Frog? I'm like, this is clearly a group of people who have never been oppressed. <laughs> they think like these are power symbols. It's gonna, it's gonna help them rise above, you know? It's like, do they make their own protest signs? Or does their mom make them? You know, after she cuts the white crust off their white bread sandwiches. <laughs> Fuck those guys. Worst movie ever seen. I, there's a lot of bad movies. Um, I'd say the worst movie I ever saw, I don't like going to the movie theater very much, and when I was living in Brazil, 300 came out, and it has a Brazilian actor. Do you guys remember 300? It's kind of a while ago. And it has a Brazilian actor, so, and it's a very like machismo culture in Brazil, so all of the dudes were like so excited to go see their like Brazilian actor. It was a huge deal. It's an American movie, and there's a Brazilian actor. It was like really gay. <laughs> Do you guys remember 300? Like, which, nothing wrong with being gay, but it was like not supposed to be gay. You know what I mean? And so that was the part that was like, what's going on here? Um, they're like in the little, their little gold things like bowing down, they're all like perfectly sculpted. And it was funny being in the movie theater with all these Brazilians that were like, yeah, 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 they're all macho and like anti-gay and then they're seeing this movie like, oh. Mm, but still trying to be in with it. No, no, it's, it's really macho. I thought that was fucking funny. But terrible, terrible movie. <laughs> worst habit, best felony. Worst habit, best felony would be giving away drugs because you're nice, which you can be arrested for and charged with selling drugs in certain states, like Nevada. So a friend of mine, long time ago, like eight years ago, got arrested at Burning Man for giving some asshole mushrooms because he was like, hey, do you have any drugs? Yeah. She got arrested and charged with selling drugs in the state of Nevada. And, and she's black. So she's like one of five black people at that whole stupid party and the fucking undercover cop went for her. Fuck that guy. Luckily, she had access to the $50,000 it took her to get out of that by a lawyer. No, it was fucking terrible. Otherwise, she just would have been stuck in the system. Fuck the police. Would you still love me if I lost an eye? Probably not. <laughs> um, let's be real. I mean, it would always come up, you know? I did, however, have a boyfriend lose a testicle when I was younger. Yeah, no, it was, it was really an intense story. Actually, I was there when it happened. Yeah, he, he was surfing, and it, the board hit him, and it ruptured it and we were in the middle of nowhere in Nicaragua in on a beach like middle of nowhere no it took hours to get to the hospital it blew up like a basketball terrible anyways they removed it I'll tell you something a ball sack fits much better in your mouth when there's just one <laughs> for real I could get the whole thing in there you know you can't usually get the whole thing so it new fun new fun game we had after that healed up <laughs> I, I let it heal up first. 
I wasn't just like straight up like, try. No. I gave him a couple weeks. I called the cops on, I would never call the cops. <laughs> trying to think of, no, I, I, I don't think I ever would. End a joke with your mom. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, be nice to your mom. <laughs> you know? I do, I, I, I do blame my mom, though, because I'm a whore. I, um, <laughs> I'm bad, you guys. I, I sleep around a lot if I'm single. I'm, I'm, better, I'm better not being single. I, I just have a terrible tendency to sleep with a lot of people. And I do blame her um, because all growing up, she taught me that my body's a temple, but then also that like everyone's welcome in church. <laughs> so, your mom. Last poll. I went so fast. That wasn't just weed, was it? <laughs> it wasn't just weed, was it? <laughs> Fuck that, it is just weed. I will tell you something. Weed for me is the strongest drug. Like if someone was like, either this weed cookie that you don't know how strong it is, or this white line of powder, I'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I know that I can handle myself better. Like I, I haven't tried heroin, but all the others. I, I, if I eat too much ganja food, Oh, he came. Just like that. I'm sorry. No, if, if I eat too much ganja food, that is the worst, most high possible. Anyone with me on that? No, I'm in a room full of stoners. <laughs> oh my God, you guys are hotboxing me right now. I gotta get on stage. Okay, you've been amazing. Thank you. And her last name is Hooker, Allison Hooker. Yay. She sleeps around for free. That's good. Uh, yeah, I see. I love the. I can't. I can't pay the comedians money, but I pay them in pot food. So tonight works out like in my favor because I'm like oh, Allison doesn't want one, and fucking Matthew Banks doesn't want one. So I'm like, sweet, no problem at all. More for me. Uh, you're and they're good today too. There. Anyways, uh, your next comedian, what a funny guy. He was labeled one of the six comedians to watch, except he didn't tell people to watch him at this show tonight. That would have been helpful in that article, but he's going to be funny anyways. Put your hands together for Matthew Banks. Thanks, Pam. Sexiest, non-sexy. I don't know what that word is. No idea. It's probably Game of Thrones. <laughs> Apologize. I'm sorry, Pam. <laughs> uh, let's see. Top 26 positions you would try with Ian Levy. 20? Who the fuck knows 20? I don't know. I'd fuck him, though. Why not, right? Show peeps how to tie a tie? No. <laughs> Come on, people. Play ball. That's the sex position with Ian Levy. Uh, cat people. Pam's a cat person. Cats are weird. I don't know. I'm not a big cat fan. Who's cat fans in here? Cat fan. Cat fan. Cat fan. Now we know who to look out for. Uh, let's see. Least favorite body part. 
of mine or yours? Uh, least favorite body part? I don't know. Maybe the armpit? Not a big fan of the pits? Uh, yeah, that's all I got on that one. I love my pits, though. Live porn for homeless man beach sex. That sounds really smelly and disgusting. I'd be like, get the sand out of your vagina. Uh, I got nothing. Uh, duct tape. Duct tape might be the best shit ever. Uh, being from the south, you can repair a boat. You can make a wallet. You ever made a wallet out of duct tape? You can make a purse. Uh, what else have I done with duct tape? When I was a uh, manic one time, I used to do a lot of shit with aluminum foil. <laughs> and uh, I built a classical guitar for blind people out of aluminum foil one time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I told my friend about it. He's like, that's a great fucking idea, dude. But blind people already play guitar. Uh, yeah. He shot, shot it down. Meanwhile, back in Asia... I don't know. I love the Asians. What's wrong with loving the Asians? This guy, this guy's a racist. <laughs> she was talking about, she was talking about Nazi symbol. I would just put SF. <laughs> These liberals think they're so open-minded. So funny to me. Uh, the last time I lied. I can't remember. I lie pretty often. Today, I don't think I lied, but I didn't talk to anybody. Uh, no, I was furthering my... I was working on a piano all day. Last time I lied. I got to think of a good one. I don't know. Probably I told somebody I did well at a comedy show, and I didn't. Or you or you talk to somebody, and they're like talking about how great, uh, how hard they bombed, and you're like, well, I bombed harder. You got to one them up. You got to one up them. Rhyme, time, why, why, I don't get these. <laughs> really awkward Uber ride. I've never had one of those. I don't ride Uber very often. Um, Clay Newman's got one. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, spectacled. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Spectacled parrot. Let's get divorced. These people. Spectacled parrot. Hit no. It's the spectacled parrot. Let's get divorced. What the fuck? <laughs> people are off too many drugs here. Jesus <laughs> Christ. This one just says sex. Come on, guys. My mama told me, uh, my mama told me when I was young. <laughs> he got it. Uh, my mama told me, I don't know. I have, one thing weird about San Francisco is I, I feel like the longer I've been here, I like kind of start to hate my dad a little. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like everybody's got a little strange relationship with their parents here. <laughs> Not everybody, but a large percentage anyway that I've talked to. I don't know. I have a really good relationship with my parents. It's weird. I get maybe it's because I'm sober. I don't know. Uh, eclipse. She should have got this one. 
I didn't see it. I was jealous of everybody that did. My dad saw it. Uh, fuck, what the hell? Teach us yoga. No, thank you. I'll teach Ian Levy yoga. <laughs> How about that? How about that? Uh, first joke you ever wrote. Uh, I think it was I hate watching TV eating baby carrots because you can't hear shit. <laughs> I think... I think that was it. That was a lie. I don't eat baby carrots. Uh, I think it was in reference to chips, but I thought baby carrots would be funnier. So I used that reference. Uh, stolen cabbages. Cabbage so is used so often now as a reference to your head. So I wonder about stolen heads. That would be kind of creepy, right? That reminds me when, when I was a kid, this fraternity in my hometown, they stole everyone in the home, like everyone in town, they stole their pumpkin and then they put them on the doorstep of one of the college campus steps. Fascinating, I know. Uh, let's see. Never again happened four times last week. What? Does this make sense to you? Never. Never again. never again. What is never again? I'll never again. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> all. Last week I uh, walked up a hill. I won't be doing that again. Uh, I thought about taking a bike ride. Uh, still sore from that. Uh, what else? What else did I do? I ate a whole bunch of sugar to the point where I thought I was going to pass out. Uh, but I'm probably going to do that again. Uh, I try really hard to not, and it just happens. Uh, I wake up with fucking Oreo dust all over the place. That's four, right? Uh, selfie regrets. I've taken one selfie my entire life and I was under the piano at Carnegie Hall, and I thought that it was a good time for a selfie. <laughs> My, I, like that video on the, in the paper, I didn't even watch all of it. I was like, fuck this, I, I can't do it. I don't know, I can't look at myself in a picture. Uh, so yeah, I guess I don't have any regrets. Uh, uh, watch a lecture on C-SPAN. What? Okay. <laughs> I don't watch the news, dude. I'm not woke. Uh, worst nickname. The worst nickname? I don't know about the worst. They used to call me uh, like Big Bear when I was in high school. Chewbacca was my nickname one time. I've never even seen Star Wars. Uh, yeah. We had to watch Star Wars when I was in high school and take a test on it. I made like a 20. <laughs> it's like, fuck this movie. I don't see how people watch that. Discomfort food, uh, salad. Uh, discomfort food, yeah, fuck, I hate healthy food. Anything healthy is disgusting. See, yeah. Kale's probably the worst one going right now. Uh, discomfort food.
I don't know if you bite into a Subway sandwich, the bread cuts you. That's pretty uncomfortable. Uh, ever had that happen? <laughs> this guy might have. I don't know. Your in-laws refuse to love you. That will probably be the case. No, my in-laws are going to love the fuck out of me. I don't know. I don't, I don't get this. Last pull. Act like you're telling a joke while you're competing in street fighting. Fighter in street fighter? No, thank you. I'm not going to do that. Why did the chicken really cross the road? I heard a good one that said, this guy said, why did the baby cross the road? And it's because he was stapled to the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Matthew Banks, everyone. Are you ready for your headliner? He's a hell hat favorite. He is an improv guru. You guys are going to love him. Put your hands together for Clay Newman. I'm so sad that guy left. I have the same shoes as him. We were going to have a whole moment over. Well, these are different, but they are also from Payless. We were going to connect. I'm sponsored by Payless now, so that would have been a nice transition for me. I'd like to thank all the comics who participated in putting these in. Not tonight. Not Don't clap for yourself. Uh, <laughs> now that you didn't do well right now, I'd just like to thank all the... These suggestions all come from local comedians in San Francisco. Uh, thank you, local comedians, for making me finish your horrible premises. Um, these aren't suggestions. These are just the terrible first parts to bad jokes. Um, how many chucks did the woodchuck chuck? I, when I first read, I'm not good at reading, so that's going to affect this. First of all, I read that as uh, how many cucks did the woodchuck <laughs> chuck, which is like, like I just, I, that's a whole, like, is there like a series of cartoons with Pepe the Frog and a woodchuck? Like, how many cucks would you cuck, you <laughs> fucking woodcuck? I don't know what Pepe sounds like. I'm assuming it's that. Like, yeah, I'm an internet troll. I can't, like, I can't picture any internet troll without them typing. like, yeah, yeah. Violence on both sides, though. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I swear to God, like, if there was, like, fucking zombies in America, there would still be trolls on the internet being like, oh, they're provoking the zombies. <laughs> Got that violent anti-Zaw on the left. And I feel like anti-Zaw deserved... Uh, no, it didn't deserve anything. Uh, why are weddings fun... And marriage is boring. I thought the second part of that was going to be funerals. Like, why are marriages fun but funerals such a drag? Uh, are marriages fun? Have you been to an exciting wedding? There's like, the closest I've come to a fun wedding was a Jewish wedding. Usually they're very steeped in religion and kind of boring. You step on a glass, but that's not that exciting. Like, we have Netflix now. Stepping on a glass isn't that cool anymore. Uh, but... <laughs> There was one Jewish wedding I was at. It's supposed to be an outdoor event, but as it would happen, it began to rain, which in most cultures is good luck, but it is not good luck at a Jewish wedding because when it gets to the point of the whore where you're lifting the bride and the groom on the chair, I almost threw my best friend's new bride into a chandelier. Uh, it's very dangerous, Jewish weddings. 
How to get away with murder. I've had this one here before. I'm going to keep the same answer. No motive. Uh, just, just random. Just like, don't shop for a weapon. Just find an object on the street. Go to the third person. Not the closest person, but the third closest person. Closest is too suspect. Um, yeah, never murder someone you know. Come on. Ways you wish you had quit. Like comedy or like quit what? Like ways, why ways? Why not things I wish I had quit? That would have been so ways I wish I had quit. Uh, oh, a job? Um, shit. Like, I like my strategy of, like, I mean, it's not technically quitting if you're just a bad employee until you get fired, but, like, that's kind of like putting in two weeks. Like, I just put in two weeks of terrible behavior, uh, and then I get it on insurance or unemployment benefits. Um, I do wish that there was a better way to quit smoking than Nicorette gum. I don't know if anybody's ever tried Nicorette gum. Uh, there's only one flavor I've seen out there. Uh, it's like, you know, banana. You're familiar with banana. Uh, are you familiar with ass to mouth? Um, <laughs> it's like those two combined. Uh, somebody just like a banana just straight into your mouth after an ass. That's what Nicorette gum tastes like. It's like, I would... I would rather smoke the ember into the cigarette than chew this shit. <laughs> Thoughts on push pops. Eat a fucking ice cream cone, you child. Are you kidding me? We're adults now. We eat ice cream cones, push pops. That's eating ice cream in the shape of a dog's penis. That's not cool. You don't think of a dog's penis? Like, you don't, I have to try. So I remember as a kid with push pops, just like having to make sure it just like comes out in a pencil shape because if you start licking too much at one side, oh, that's my dog's dick. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. It's the same. Like, well, my dog is actually, it looked like one of those pop sticks where it was red, white, and blue for some reason. We had, it's a golden retriever. They're very American. Their dicks are red, white, and blue. Backwards. Hmm. Okay. Using a falafel. Like, I mean, I guess if you just dumped everything out, you could use it kind of as a purse. Like, there's not really, like, a thick one. If you let it sit out for a day or two, it could work as, like, a cheap catcher's mitt. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, if I donated a whole bunch of old falafels to the Giants, like, would I get free tickets? I don't know. The pitas? Is that not what a... Oh, the falafels? That's, that's true. Those... Okay, well, baseballs then. God damn. All right. I'm not a well-rounded person. Um, is there an age limit to wearing flannel? Uh, no, but you have to become a famous musician and kill yourself. That's the only, like, otherwise, it's 22. Um, they have two options. Those are the only two. Like, by all means, keep going, but uh, Courtney's going to find you. <laughs> That's not a good reason. Oh, well, that was assuming that I said something stupid in the last joke, which I think that was a great reason. Uh, that's not a good reason. No, that was dumb. I got nothing. Uh... I don't know why I keep looking up this way like there's a camera. I'm like, fuck you, comics at home who wrote these. 
do an even Ian Levy impression. Ian Levy is not allowed to write any more of these. Uh, do an Ian Levy impression. Um, like just this, but stretched out and less funny. That's basically what an even like. Like imagine like like just like s- subtract like subtract some intelligence and add a shitload of timing and shrink it down a little bit. And that's me versus Ian. Um, it's very smart though. Uh, what is the deal with airplane food? You, anybody on this show can afford to travel on a plane? Are you kidding me? Uh, I'd like to ask why we can't pick a second stop in between here and L.A. on the Megabus. That would be kind of nice. Like King City. We're going to King City every time. Just can we mix it up and go to Salinas? They got a subway there. <laughs> Sick of pooping at McDonald's. Banana. Well, this brings me back to the Dickorette gum. Uh, banana. Banana is like... Have you ever been happy to see that in a flavor? Like, how many... Uh, would you shop for yogurt? Tell me that's not the bottom of your list. Like, how upset are you that bananas just fucking up this delicious strawberry yogurt? Like, it was fine there were strawberries in there a delicious well-liked fruit and you got to throw in chunks of cold banana it's yogurt we don't need filler (laughs) what will teaching biology be like in 50 years it's gonna be a seven page long picture book all seven animals that are left are on there uh all of them will be delicious of course there will still be the chicken the cow the salmon dogs are still there but we made them way more delicious in the future <laughs> oh, the fucking forest just look like sad white coral it's gonna be oof. First kiss. Oh, I missed for sure. Like, I almost took out an eye with the first kiss. Like, that was my very first kiss. Uh, It was too... Oh, Christ. I waited till the last... uh, The last song of our Gilligan's Island themed 10th grade dance. Uh, Took till 10th grade. There was a lot of Dungeons & Dragons going on until 10th grade. Uh... Still impressive that I got it at that 10th grade dance because it was a Gilligan Island theme and I fucking went for it. I had like the hat and everything like this poor lady had to kiss Gilligan and like when you're a Jew, like they don't tell you in sex ed, like the most important part of kissing is not stabbing the other person in the eye with your giant nose. That's like, and I did not get that memo at all. She like, it looked like pink eye, but I was just too aggressive. Uh... She was nice, though. Backwards again? Why? <laughs> Stop it. Worst compliment. Okay, somebody forgot to throw these on the ground. Uh, worst co- Somebody did recently say I looked like a skinny Jonah Hill. I'm like, just say Seth Rogen. What are you doing? Like, why bring Jonah Hill into this at all? Like, if, it's, if I'm the skinny version, you could just, like... <sighs> Just say a not fat person. (laughs) Most depressing thing that I have seen on television. (laughs) This is such an arrogant thing to say. Uh, Have you ever watched a commercial that you know you were supposed to be a part of? 
and then you just don't show up. Like, do you ever like you ever watch a commercial? You're like, oh shit, there it is. There's that commercial. We're like, there's that Toyota commercial. We're out at the beach and we're in. There's the surfer guys. I remember hanging out with the surfer guys. Oh, there's the sexy lady having a picnic. She's pretty cool. All right, we're coming up next. Who the fuck's this black guy? Why the ah? That was the most depressing thing I've ever seen on TV. Like, kid, Hollywood is trying to make me racist. It's terrible. Every, oh, so many commercials. There's so many commercials. I'll go for them. And I'm going to, like, without exaggerating, I'm going to say 80% of the time, uh, even though I show up and it's just a bunch of fucking goofy looking idiots like me at the audition, it's like, Nine times out of ten, sexy black guy or beautiful blonde woman. I'm like, oh, why'd you even, you knew what you wanted. Why'd you say Seth Rogen type and get my hopes up? <laughs> Ask someone an uncomfortable question. David. Why no pants? Okay, I wasn't that uncomfortable. I thought you'd have more of a story behind there. That's fine. You are like, you are probably the schlubbiest gay man I've ever met. It's really <laughs> impressive. Like, I love you sincerely just because like, oh shit, I may, I may know what fashion is. Um, <laughs> uh, you have any idea though? Like, but I, I say that I talk shit, but like the second I try to show up in cargo shorts, people are like, you are not welcome near children. Like you're still able to pull it off. You wear cargo shorts and people are like, there might be tools in there. I wear, they're like, that's just candy in his pants for sure. <laughs> There's no cargo in those pants. The time I got scammed. Uh, <laughs> this wasn't me directly, but uh, this was the thing that was going around for a while. Somebody, I don't know exactly how they got this uh, particular group of people's phone numbers, but somebody uh, in Ventura County, which is where I was from, was calling up a list of elderly individuals. Uh, when the elderly individual, uh, in my case, my grandmother, answered the phone, the person on the other line would say, Grandma! Uh, and my grandmother, not knowing the sound of my own voice apparently, said, and he said, yeah. So, cut to me, sitting in English class in college, getting text messages from all of my family. Like, all of them. All of them. Like, hey, I hear you're in jail in Oregon. What can we do? I'm like, well, first off, not text me if I'm in jail. Did you think I snuck my phone in my ass? Like, how do you think this is going to help right now? Uh, somebody had to, uh, long story short, somebody had to find my grandma before she could meet a dude outside of Walgreens and give him $300 to wire transfer to a prison in Portland. Uh, I got to talk to all my aunts and uncles. They're doing good. Um, Punched story. Punched story. Story about being punched. Uh, I've never gotten like a like fight. Like never actual like punches thrown. I've never gotten to that point. There have been a lot of words and threats. Uh, I, I'm not a big man and I'm not like full of muscles. I don't necessarily inspire fear. But if you look, if anyone in this room gets out of their car and takes their shirt off confidently enough, like nobody will fight you. Nobody will fight you. I've done that on the freeway. I've taken my shirt off while driving. Somebody's trying to yell at me like, really? 
I don't care about my own safety. What do you think about yours? The, like the only actual fight I got in is in seventh grade. I was a larger fella. Uh, I was a big kid. I actually think I might have weighed the same in seventh grade that I do right now, uh, but like minus seven or eight inches. Uh, <laughs> a kid tried. He tried, but I took wrestling. I took wrestling, and I'm not talking like Olympic wrestling where it's the most fit, just zero body fat you could possibly imagine. It's closer to sumo where wrestling in middle school is just two chubby nerds trying to fall on each other. And oh boy, I fell on him, and I broke his arm. <laughs> the thing ran at me, and I just fell on him wrong. And uh, uh, well, you know, this best reason to get suspended I think I could have had. That was pretty good. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, there weren't too many fights back then i came from a school where they had to ban pokemon cards so like they were sensitive people uh to be fair like i bought a charizard for 20 bucks like i was fucking people over like we, some of us were too clever for pokemon cards what was with wtc7 wtc world oh, god damn it yeah of course <laughs> What was with Building 7 in the World Trade Center? Well, let me break it down. World Trade Center went like that. Oh, I, I, wish, <laughs> I wish I was that cool. Um, it's a great question that as a stoner and a Jew, I'm not going to try to answer. I feel like just... Both of those identities are like everybody thinks like everybody thinks the Jews were in charge and everybody thinks the potheads don't know what they're talking about. I'm just going to step back for that whole situation and say I was in California. I don't know. <laughs> Sounded bad. Glad I wasn't there. Hurricane joke. Uh I do, I do remember uh, being at a uh, uh, Katrina benefit. Uh, it was an improv show, and uh, as improv people are wont to have brilliant decisions, the show opened with uh, Scorpions Rock You Like a Hurricane, uh, which was a bad move because it was relying on the charity of donations, and that song made half the audience leave. So <laughs> they did not rock Katrina victims like a hurricane that night. <laughs> I went to therapy and all I got was not going to therapy. I can't like, ah, I'm too proud. I'm too proud to just like not take it out on a video game. I can't, like, there's so many ways. It's just like, I'm too proud to just not run up a staircase 10 times in a row and get rid of my anger that way. It's so, like, it's so frustrating. that For the same reason that I won't go to AA and I'll just be like, all I got to do is cut back. Like, I'm not going to cut back. But, like, all I have to do is cut back. Like, it's the same with any emotional problem I've ever had. Like, I'm going to fucking pay this asshole to tell me how to think. I know how to generally direct my anger towards a place that doesn't necessarily deserve it. I know how adults work. I don't know what it would like, it would have to be like, I don't know what I would have to do. It would have to be like court-ordered therapy, I think. Like it would have to be like court-ordered therapy or like 
couples therapy with my rich, sexy girlfriend. Like, that's the only way. Like, if she's, like, rich enough to pay for it and cool enough for me to stick around after that. I just, uh, I can't. I dated a girl who was, like, not quite a therapist. She was a, a, a relationship counselor, which... Um, she dealt in personal relationships, which is another way of saying she was basically a masseuse that talked about your feelings. Like her job was to work for Google and be like, it is sad to have millions of dollars, isn't it? Just rub old white men's backs. she used to cry every time she came. Uh, she had, she cried every time she had an orgasm and you don't know how it feels to be a man. Be like, so we just fucked. Why aren't you crying? Like, do you know how weird that is to be like, I, I went down on you for 10 minutes. Why are you not crying right now? I put effort in. I'm sweaty. Uh, she hated that joke. Uh, <laughs> inner monologue out loud. You've heard a crackhead talk, right? Like, do you guys have full sentences in your head? Has anybody ever completed a thought? Like, my inner monologue is not unlike a standard dream where it's like, okay, yeah, so we're going to do the show. We're going to have a pretty good time. Cut to, what are we watching tonight? Yeah, I guess we can stop by Redbox. Redbox is really close to RedTube, isn't it? YouTube is a fun thing to watch. Like, there's, I haven't finished a thought since 1997. Uh, I don't think it's happened. And I think that thought was, oh, I'm falling on this fat kid. Um, (laughs) If you could perform anywhere, where would it be? I could say, without an ounce of honesty. It'd be Mutiny Radio. (laughs) No, I'm so grateful to be here. I'm so grateful to have you guys here. Thank you for hanging out. My name's Clay Newman. You guys are lovely. Thank you so much for sticking around. Pam it. That was Clay Newman. Exactly. Thanks for sticking around. This has been Pam Tassis Comedy Clubhouse. Turn around and clap for David Zunzu running the ones and twos back there. For Mike Spiegelman running the door. Thank you. Thank you, all you audience people, for coming here. Clap for yourselves. Yay, audience, yay. Um, next week's next week's show is called Next, and it's a dating show, and it's going to be, um, we're going to be having comedians that are going to speed date the audience. So that's going to be a lot of fun next week. Thanks again for being here. Good night. Yay. <laughs> Ben, take the call of 2503, will you? Thanks, Mike. Right.
Would you give me the call on 2503, please? Thanks. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, when? We'll be right over. Some of the ransom money, Ben, just showed up. Beverly and Highland. Come on. The man's name was Ralph Donahue. He operated a used car lot on the corner of Beverly and Highland. He told us that early that morning he sold a dark blue late model coupe to a man who gave his name as Fred Sims. The man paid for the car in cash. Donahue told us that he checked the serial numbers on the bills after the man had driven away. Serial numbers check out, Joe, every one of them. If I only thought to look, officer, and you know I generally do, I'm the suspicious kind anyway, but, oh, this morning I must have been asleep. You got the full description on the car, Ben? Yeah, Joe. All right, let's get it on the air right away. I saw his mug in the paper while I was waiting for you. Too late. Sorry. Yeah, thanks. Ten minutes past three that afternoon, another piece of the ransom money turned up at a busy downtown department store. The clerk was unable to remember who gave her the bill. The detail throughout the general downtown area was strengthened. The house-to-house search of the entire city for Judy Sullivan's murderer went on. The afternoon dragged into the early evening. At 20 minutes to seven, Ben and I had a hamburger and a cup of coffee in the drugstore at East Broadway and 3rd. And then we got back in the car, checked with communications, and started cruising the neighborhood again. Nine minutes to eight, a man answering the description of Donald Keeper was seen crossing Sunset Boulevard just below Highland. Seven minutes later, the same man was reported near the intersection of Hollywood Boulevard and Las Palmas. Communications relayed the information. At 21 minutes past eight, our car, 80K, along with a dozen others, were concentrated in the Hollywood Boulevard area from Gower Street to La Brea, Franklin Avenue to Santa Monica Boulevard. At 24 minutes past 8, another piece of the ransom money was passed at a cigar store on the corner of Hollywood Boulevard and Hawthorne Street. The number of men and radio cars in the area was redoubled. Plainclothes officers were stationed at every intersection to keep an eye on pedestrian traffic. At 18 minutes to 9, the dark blue coupe which Kiefer had bought that morning was spotted parked in an alley just below Hollywood Boulevard and Coenga. We call that Backstrand. City Hall. 2503. 2503. Chief of Detectives Office, Hannah. This is Friday, Mike. Chief there? Yeah, wait a minute. Just going out the door. Ed, it's for you. Backstrand. Friday, Ed. Just spotted Keeper's car, the one he bought this morning, parked in an alley off Coenga. Harris and I are on our way up there now. We'll take care of the car. You take care of this call. Just came in. What do you got? The theater on the corner of Hollywood Boulevard and Fairview. The girl in the box office just took in a $10 ransom bill. Yeah. She got a good look at the man who passed the bill. She says it's Keeper. <laughs> List of serial number? Right here. Let's check at the window. Yes, sir. How many, please? Police officers. Sergeant Romero, Sergeant Friday. Oh, yes, sir. Mr. Rayburn, the police are here. Would you step around to the side door, Sergeant? Yes, ma'am. Margie, relieve Francis for a minute. Francis, come here. Bring that $10 bill with you. Sharp girl, officer, that Francis. Sharp. Here it is, Mr. Rayburn. Uh, all right, Sergeant. There you are. $10 bill and the list of serial numbers. Check out all right, Ben. That's it, Joe. Good work, man. You reported the man came in about a half hour ago. You're sure it was Kiefer? Yes, sir. I have his picture in the box office just behind the change machine. I recognized him right away. And as far as you know, he hasn't left the theater. That's right, sir. All right, Mr. Rayburn. I'm sorry. I'm afraid we'll have to interrupt the show. Anything you say, Sergeant. Anything. Ben, you keep an eye on the front exit. I'll call communications. All right, Joe. 80K to control four. 80K to control four. 80K, go ahead. 
Control 4, clear all frequencies. The Sullivan murder suspect, Donald Kiefer, has been located in the theater on the southeast corner of Hollywood Boulevard in Fairview. Have all units surround the area. ADK, Roger. Attention all units. Attention all units. Assist ADK in the theater on the southeast corner of Hollywood Boulevard in Fairview. The Sullivan murder suspect has been located in the theater. Go ahead, ADK. Control 4. Have all units converge in the general area, Hollywood Boulevard and Fairview. Unit 62R to block off the intersection at Hollywood Boulevard and North Cherokee. Stop all pedestrian and vehicular traffic. Unit 61A to block the intersection at Hollywood Boulevard and Hudson Street. Stop all pedestrian and vehicular traffic. Unit 71 and 72R to block the alley behind the theater. Unit 66 and 67R to assist at main entrance to the theater. Within a few minutes, the one-half-mile area around the theater was completely blockaded. Every exit and entrance to the theater was covered. At 9.23, we met Harris and Ed Backstrand in the theater manager's office. Backstrand outlined our plan of operation. At 9.28, a detail of 14 men walked down the side aisles on the main floor of the theater and took up their posts on either side of the orchestra pit. The picture was stopped and every light in the theater was turned on. Ed Backstrand, Harris, Ben, and I went down the aisle and up onto the stage. Backstrand made the announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, we're sorry to interrupt the picture, but this is important. We're police officers. We've traced the murderer of Judy Sullivan to this theater. He is in this theater now. And we're going to search the theater row by row, and we'd like to ask your cooperation. There's no need to be panicky or afraid. Those who wish to leave now may do so. Leave by the main entrance. Each one of you will be checked as you go out the door. And for the benefit of the man we're looking for, don't try to escape. Every exit is covered and the entire area is blockaded. Don't place any more lives in jeopardy. Come on, Ben. Backstage, Joe. We can make it from there. All right, let's go. Come on, hustle it, Ben. Yeah. The next building. You'll probably try to jump for it. All right, watch it. I think this door leads out to the roof. There he goes. All right, keeper, hold it. Don't shoot. Don't shoot. I give up. Throw your gun down. Over here. Don't shoot. Don't. Let's get him. All right, coppers. I got it figured. They won't top me for this. Didn't know what I was doing. Put the cuffs on him, Ben. Get away from me, you crumb. You shouldn't have hit him, keeper. now. Yeah. Come on, let's get him in out of the rain. What's the hurry? Why spoil a good rain? The story you have just heard is true. Only the names were changed to protect the innocent. Donald Alfred Kiefer was tried and convicted of murder in the first degree. He was executed in the lethal gas chamber at the state penitentiary. You have just heard the 15th in a new series of authentic cases transcribed from official files. Technical advice for Dragnet comes from the office of acting chief of police, W.A. Wharton, Los Angeles Police Department. Tonight's program is dedicated to Deputy United States Marshal John B. Glenn of Boise, Idaho who on the morning of July 31st, 1940, gave his life so that yours might be more secure.
came to you from Los Angeles. Theater Guild on the Air returns tomorrow night on NBC. Oakland Art Murmur is a coalition of art and cultural venues dedicated to increasing popular awareness of and participation in the arts in Oakland, with an emphasis on visual art. They promote visual art in Oakland through collective marketing and outreach efforts, and are monthly First Friday events, which are open to the public and attended by hundreds of local and visiting art enthusiasts. The First Friday Art Walk has grown to include street performances, one-night-only art installations, activists raising money and awareness for local social service organizations, and political initiatives. For more information about the Oakland Art Murmur, go online at www.oaklandartmurmur.com. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Is made possible by grants from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting and the National Endowment for the Arts. A series of contemporary plays for radio. Earplay. This week, Earplay presents Girls of the Golden West by Anne Leeton. Leeton is a poet and a short story writer as well as a radio playwright and lives in Fort Worth, Texas. She became acquainted with radio drama while studying as a Fulbright scholar at the Free University in Berlin. Her radio plays have been broadcast in Europe, Africa, and Canada, as well as in the United States. She has been writing for Earplay since 1972. Girls of the Golden West by Anne Leeton. And the stories would pour, sweet as milk, bad as wine. The outlaw. In 19th century America, there was a very famous outlaw living with her band of men in the hills of Kentucky. Her name was Belle Starr. And an outlaw's a lily white hand that's the sky. Sir, can I get by here? Now just who the hell do you think you are? Thank you for waiting, Miss Starr. I appreciate that. Oh, 